Filmed shortly after Y2K erased most child labor laws in Canada, Ding Dong High is known as the action park of kids' television shows. Infamous for accidents and deaths both on and off set, Ding Dong High left many damaged child stars in its wake, two of which are hosting a brand new podcast, Ding Dong Watch Along. Join Cody and Hooch once again and get all the juicy behind-the-scenes tidbits you can handle. Learn the true story of Ding Dong High. Subscribe to Ding Dong Watch Along now. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Warning! What you are about to listen to is paid content. This is for Pro Plus Power Hour Streamcast subscribers only. If you haven't paid for this bonus hour, turn it off immediately, or you will be in serious legal jeopardy. This is a lawyer talking. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Power Hour Bonus Hour with me, your host, Shane. Um... Congress loves me coolly. My co-host, as always. Uh, Connor, the Senate loves me better, Doyle. That's, which one? We'll ask our guests about it. We have a big one today. One of them, they wear togas. Uh, yes, incredible guest today. Uh, one of kind of the most important people of the last, would you say? 20 minutes. Least. Uh, now, this guy is amazing uh, because of his work in the Choom Gang. Now, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Choom Gang was one of the most, I would say, premier weed smoking gangs uh, in around Hawaii way back when. And of course, we take a lot of uh, we take a lot of our would you say our chutzpah, our style. Oh, our chutzpah. We take a lot of our chutzpah from them. Uh, I I thought we would talk. About- to him about uh, different accomplishments he's had. He's been on famous podcasts like uh, Mark Marin. What the hell? Yeah, hate it. What the hell with Mark Marin? Um, well, let's let's introduce him. Our guest who needs no introduction, Barack Obama. Yeah, hello, hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we're sorry. Thank that you, we, thank you. We're sorry that we couldn't address you as uh, Mr. President. That's not allowed since we're in Canada. Uh, up here, if, if we must, it's uh, my lord. Oh, okay. Uh, or uh, right honorable. Look, uh, let me be clear. I uh, the, the the office of the president uh, affords me uh, a lot of uh, these types of formalities, um, and it's so refreshing, therefore, to be here and you know just be referred to as one, one of the boys, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. Sure. I'm. I mean, we don't have any snipers trained on you, but... Oh, Not right. that we're going to tell you about. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize for that. Uh, of course, uh, to the listener, they're referring to uh, the bubble that the president, or in this case, former president, has to travel travel in. My it come, lord. It, it's for life. Uh, Secret Service protectiveness uh, come, is, is for life after you've uh, served in that highest office in the land. So, yes, they do insist that I travel with a contingent. 
and they have got uh, their rifles trained on you and in, uh, indeed on everybody else in the building here tonight. I feel great about that, frankly. Now, I feel so good <laughs> about all of that. Don't worry, they're professional marksmen, and if they do need to take you down, they'll do it humanely. Just a quick, sharp shot to the brain, and you're there, you're you're down. You're down. That's okay. Dead that's down. good. Mm-hmm. That's good. To humanely, know. don't worry. Because I'd heard about like the Nicaraguan ones where they'll like shoot at your like shins first, and they work their way up, and it takes forever. That's right. It takes forever and excruciating. Oh, it hurts. People say, "Brack, how come we don't do it like that to our enemies?" And because we're humane, in the United States of America. By the way, thanks for having me here in Toronto. I love coming down to Toronto. Oh, yeah. You guys have a a railway system uh, in the middle of your street here. There's a streetcar system. I don't quite understand it, but uh, if I can be perfectly clear, it's very charming. It's very, it's antiquated. It's quite antiquated. It confuses us, too, because streetcars, I think most cars are for the street. I still don't understand it. I understand. And my bike gets stuck in it. Oh. All the bloody time. I imagine that is a bit of a bother. And to answer your question, the Senate is the higher house in the Congress. Hmm. I picked it wrong. Hmm. I think we know who wears the toga in this podcast. Yeah, snapped his fingers and pointed at himself. Uh, So, Brock, Mm -hmm. super quick question. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite strain? (laughs) Well, uh, first of all, let me just say, Sasha, Malia, get to bed. Don't listen to this anymore. Uh, and no, we need do, the listeners, please. We need, need stay the listeners. on. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll just make sure that Sasha Malia don't uh, don't know about this podcast. Uh, my wife, Michelle, she knows already, so you can keep uh, you can turn it up in the car. Or Would she not be able to touch the volume if you had said to turn it up in the car? Well, she's got a hands-free situation uh, that uh, the Secret Service provided for us. They are charged with keeping us alive uh, for as long as we can die of natural causes. And turning up the volume. So, exactly. She, I mean, she can do anything she, she wants in that car. Uh, Secret Service uh, really does look after her. Now, will it recognize your voice on the radio? You saying, turn it up. It'll do it on its own? Oh, I'm not saying that it's voice activated, although, yes, it is voice activated, yes. Is it just a man? Is it a Secret Service man that's in the car with... At all times. Ms. Obama? Uh, at all times. Oh. Ms. I mean, look. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to... I don't know. You guys might... I don't know. The honorific is Mrs. Mrs. Obama. Uh, you know, this lady, before she was an Obama, she was at Princeton, Yale, Harvard. You know, I don't think she'd take too kindly uh, to you calling her a, a Ms. just uh, now. Okay. Uh, if anything, doctor. Um, I'm very sorry, uh, Baroness Obama. I think that Last tracks. Last Lady Obama. That tracks. The previous lady. Previous Lady Obama. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. That's okay. right. Great initiatives. So favorite strain, though? Uh, anything in the Indica range. Uh, because uh, someone, someone, it was told to me years ago, I can't believe, first of all, first of all, first of all, Choon, Choon Gang, Choon Gang. Boy, I haven't heard, yes, I haven't heard anything about that. So it's been so long. I'm surprised you remember it. Hopping on all that chum. <laughs> well, you know, uh, let me just say, I'm also a man of letters. Columbia, Columbia Law, Harvard, uh, you know, and we were getting high throughout the whole thing. Uh, and I know a lot of people who are, say, doctors or diplomats who uh, definitely enjoy, you know, puffing on a bit of that, bit of, some of that kush. Uh, it's not necessarily something that's going to hinder you in the long run. Although chronic use of chronic can harm your uh, memory and things like this. Uh, no, you just got to... Everything in moderation. 
So yes, an indica, uh, something that was told to me years ago. Uh, indica in the couch, sativa stay out. And I'm a couch man myself. I know uh, you can't tell it because I'm a lanky kind of good-looking guy. <laughs> but uh, I also had to study, so I prefer to hit a bit of that, hit a bit of that indica, hit the couch, hit the books. Wow, take I'm, that, Mark Marin. Yeah. Huh? Now we're getting uh, real scoops here. Yeah, Mark Maron's a friend, by the way. Let me just say, I'm becoming a comedian, so that's why I did his uh, his podcast while you, I was sitting president. Yeah. So um, you were saying that you wanted to make your own podcast. Thought you'd get some tips from us, the Kinks. Oh uh, well, I mean, I don't know how you got that information, but uh, yeah, it'd be great be able to talk to folks. I mean, here are these here are these guys like Alex Jones oh. and Sean Hannity. These 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 right wing lunatics who have got their listeners right in the palm of their hand. I'd love to start a podcast or some kind of satellite radio show, uh, as you do, as you two do. Maybe to you know appeal to the masses uh, just the way they do. These monsters do. Uh, so yeah, maybe I could get some pointers from you. I don't know though. The uh, Barack attack. Barack attack. That's a great. It's a great title, a bit aggressive, but uh, I think we could win some of the people on the some of the folks on the right by calling it that. Illuminati chat. Um, Obama's your mama hour. Not a lizard man. Hmm. Can I mean, you confirm or deny I lizard can, man status? And you know what? I'm glad you brought this up. Sasha Malia, turn this back on and turn it way up for the neighbors. Uh, I am not. I can say right now unequivocally that I am not a lizard man. And if you think that I am a lizard man. You didn't have to vote for me two times. I've been president for eight years, senator from uh, uh, Indiana, in Illinois, <laughs> for many years before that. Don't ask me specifically. Uh, too much uh, chronic chum use. Yeah, that's what will happen. There's, there's, no such, there's no such thing as too much. Uh, <laughs> that's off the record. That's off the record. Turn it down, kiddos. <laughs> anyway, it's great to be here. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I, okay. And... Uh, we're just really we look we 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 listen to your podcast with Mark. Well, we we saw it. We I read saw the, title. the title card, yeah. and we saw that you were on it, and we oh. know that his podcast is doing well. So he's been kind of sabotaging ours, and we decided that we need to, to get back at him. Uh, and that's kind of why we brought you in here. Is just is there any way you could just kind of recreate the. The, the magic you had on that podcast because we could really use those numbers no 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 no, no, no. i i don't think what you're talking about is possible uh, to recreate the magic of a, an episode of an interview show would take the ingenuity of the person doing the interviewing oh i can only bring what i bring in terms of you know being a subject respond to your questions honestly engage you uh, other than that uh, a conversationalist like uh, mark Marin is required to recreate the success of that episode. All right. Well, let's do a segment called uh, These Are Some Questions We Thought Of. Oh. Who? When? Why would you do this? What are you talking about? Who did this? Can you stop? Who's mad at this? Every week on the, these are some questions we thought of. We go through some very, very well planned out questions, and then we just ask them. So, uh, first question: uh, Why do you like us more than Mark? Oh, okay. Um, first of all, I reject the premise of that particular question. We can't. Well, you know, as a politician, uh, I figured out very 
quickly how to disagree with the premise of a question without actually seeming like I'm doing so. Uh, although I did come out right just then and say that I did reject the premise because I did. It does feel like you are rejecting. Well, yeah, I thought that maybe I could be forthright, especially now that I don't have any more elections to win. You know, you are just one of the boys. Yeah, just one of the boys, as it were. Uh, why am I better friends with you than uh, Mark Marin? Yes well, or no? <laughs> well, I suppose in I suppose I am better friends with you insofar as I am here right now. And not with Mark Maron. Though, if you just listen to that episode, which I take it you have not. No. Nope. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's clear that uh, we had such a, a, a great time. We established a friendship and we got down to the nitty gritty. And I was able to talk about my past and my presidency and my legacy. And if we don't get mm-hmm. to that here today, um, I might let the viewer know, the viewer, in this case the listener, know that that is the mark of who I am better friends with. If they take away something from this episode that's greater in value than what they took away from the Mark Maron episode, then sure, I guess I'll, to them, in this instance, I'll be better friends. I'll come off better friends with you. So, so you, you heard crack it here. Open, that's, yeah. a, that's a yes. Better friends with us. Better friends it's with us. That's a yes. 100% it's a possible yes. yes, and it's subjective as well. So, Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know what, how this is going to end. So it's, it's we're well, best friends. I was, I was ambiguous, so... You want another question? Do you have one? Great question, you by the way. Bet I do. What's the smelliest part of Mark? Hmm. Well, in my in, in my case, uh, you can just say it. Let me just say that uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed his, the general smell of being in his company. Yeah, but you know the his beard. Well, uh, his beard smells. I don't think I've ever gotten that close to smell the, the gentleman's beard. But I suppose if you do want an answer that would satisfy you on here today, I suppose the smelliest part of Mark would be uh, whatever part of the house that he keeps his cat litter. Mm. Yeah. So you keep it in the studio room like we do? Like us. Well, you know, it's probably not the best place to keep it. Yeah. It's either that or the bed. Um, Great question, by the way. Great question. Shane, hit him with another. Um, who's more handsome, me or Connor or, or Mark or Mark Marin? And there are two right answers. Okay, wait. We call that leading uh, leading the witness. Uh, I taught constitutional law, Harvard uh, Harvard law. I know conditional cares. law. Conditional law. Please, uh, please elaborate, and then I'll answer your question. Oh, it depends. It's uh, it's all depends. Very well. <laughs> depends on the situation. Are you asking me now, like? It depends. It's a gray area. Expert evasion. Expert evasion. Thank you. Uh, it's as if I taught you. What? Who's the ha- more handsome? Well, I suppose. Uh, look, Mark Marin is a very good-looking guy. I, I've seen him in that show Glow, and next to the, all those pretty ladies in that show, sure he comes off a bit of a, a freak, even, uh, and he doesn't deny it. The character rolls into that. Could you say that bit again? He's a bit of a what? Well, he comes off as a bit of a freak in and that in that show, Glow. Could you say his name in that as can well? You say Mark Marin is a freak. Comes off, can you well, say no, Mark Marin? I can't Maron's say that because the character freak? has a different name, uh, so it wouldn't be truthful. Uh, in fact, be lying if I said that. But uh, we'll we'll cut it up. We'll edit it. Look, Mark Marin is a bit of a freak. As a bit of a freak. As a bit of a freak. I suppose what I'm aiming for is he still, but that still, he's on television, and uh, I do find him to be uh, a fairly good-looking guy. 
So, uh, unless you two gentlemen can prove to me that you also have a, a you know, a seven-episode deal with a series at Netflix, uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Mark. We've been we've been trying to get our stuff on Netflix for years. Oh, hey, it's not that hard. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, I was on an episode of his show, Comedians in Cars, Getting Coffee. Of course, because I'm becoming a comedian, that was appropriate for me to do. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We can only get on Estonian Netflix. Yeah, they, they picked up our uh, cardboard cutout animation of Blade Storm. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It that's turns great. out the audio quality was so bad it just sounded like Estonian. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it completely changes it. It's actually very deep Noble thing about people. the construct of time when Noble translated people. into Estonian. Who would have known? Great country. Great, great people. Great country. Great history. Uh, great. Okay. And then uh, question four, best uh-huh. Dragon Ball Z character. Hmm. I've always identified with Boma. Boma. Really? I was thinking Boma. Piccolo. Now this is a scoop. Boma. This is a scoop. Well, here's play, a that, uh, play that jingle. Uh, we got a scoop on our hands. Two scoops. Breaking news tonight. We have two scoops. One scoop more than expected. One scoop and another extra. Two scoops tonight. First scoop, five minutes. Stay tuned for two scoops tonight. Two deadly scoops tonight. Two scoops. What? How many scoops? Two scoops tonight. Where'd you get these scoops? Tonight, two scoops. Huh? Tonight on news, two scoops. Tonight, two scoops on the roof. Tonight. Get that scoop off the roof. Tonight's news has two scoops in it. Two deadly scoops tonight in news. Every week on two scoops, we we dug one up and we got another one. So we got Boma right now, confirmed. Barack Obama. Well, uh, as you know, I have a Portuguese water dog and uh, another dog, the breed of which I cannot remember. Our Portuguese water dog was the first dog we introduced uh, to the presidency, uh, to my presidency. Uh, and his, uh, the dog's name is Bo. I wanted to name the dog Boma. Mm. But Sasha Malia and my wife Michelle uh, vetoed me. And that's so funny because I have veto power as it, as it relates to the constitutional powers of the president. So we had a good laugh about that. Doesn't work uh, up here. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work in the family, neither. Uh, at any rate, I wanted to name the dog Boma. I was vetoed, so we just settled on Bo. Much Portuguese water dog Bo. Bo! Now, now why Boma? Boma, here's a woman. An independent woman. Working day and night to find these Dragon Balls. As I recall. And as far as I know, she's on her own. She's just... She is the embodiment of the American dream. Here's somebody who's pulling herself up, working hard, again, day and night, trying to make her dreams a, a, a reality. And to me, there's nothing more satisfactory than, than seeing a woman such as this uh, go out into the world every day just to, just to make a living for herself. And that's why I think Bulma, and as far as I know, she has no special abilities or powers uh, as it relates to that of being a, a Saiyan or even a Super Saiyan. You know, it's true. what kind of a world is that where this, you know, there are supermen running around and you got to be Boma. To me, that's so, such, so inspiring. Hmm. Okay. Amazing grace. Correct answer was trunks, but. Future trunks. Yeah. Yeah. Future trunks. Oh, Majin Boo. Just any name that has Boo or Bo or Boom. Boo would have to be a, a second, a close second. That's a good one. Boo. 
Okay, we'll we'll let Majin Buu pass. That's that's two scoops for you, people. <laughs> well, my goodness, there's not really many questions you can ask the president, are there? No, because he. Uh... Well, I disagree, but anyway. Well, what would you ask you? Yeah, what would you ask you? What would I ask me, uh, Obama? What would you think? Segment. <laughs> Don't ask me. Ask you. People always ask me, "What is the question in life, and how do we answer it?" And I say, "Don't ask me. Ask you." And ask yourself more questions from my book, uh, Ask Yourself What You're Doing and Why. And inside it, it has questions like, What have I done wrong? Why was I so crummy? What is wrong with me? Who am I? When you answer those questions, get back to me with a check. What the heck would you ask you? You you know, it's not often you get the chance to get the former president of the United States sitting down. You, you don't know that. Access. You don't listen. We might have a. We may have had one or two before. Yeah, first of all, a bush I had, or two. I had my Secret Service guys listen to every episode, as well as the FBI. I got a guy there. Uh, well, I used to James Comey, and uh, I they scanned the whole thing just in case you know uh, there was going to be. I was going to get tricked into something, uh, and I know that you haven't had a former president not yet. Anyway, until me. All that said, if I were to sit down with, uh, say, uh, FDR, yeah, sit down with Franklin Delano Roosevelt, I'd be like, sir, how did you get Congress and the Senate to agree with you on passing the, uh, the New Deal? How did you do that? How did you unite a people impossible to unite on both sides of the aisle? And what did he say? Well, no, I just said that... <laughs> No, this is a theoretical... If I could sit him down, the gentleman's been dead for... Like, I know you can't talk about politics here, but really, what did he say? No, he, he was a 30-second president. I was, uh, I was not born... I wouldn't have been born for another You, know, you can tell years. us after the podcast if yeah, you don't we, want it to be We can cut it out. Well, no, you misunderstand. It's just that uh, generationally, I wasn't uh, a contemporary of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Oh, I get that. Yeah. Like, talking to my parents, it's like a whole different language. No, but what I mean to say is that we weren't uh, alive at the same time, you see. So I'm wondering how how can we run for president? Well, uh, there are many ways. You just come up with a, a platform or an idea that you can take to your community uh, for you to all get behind. Mm. What's our community? I guess the, could we convince the Power Club to vote for us? Are they? I mean, they're not used to elections, really. Like all of the people in the Power Club, all of the positions are by appointment only. It's and, by us. Well, by you, appointed by you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, You're not going to trust them to do it. These guys are maniacs. Well, first of all, then that's something we got to address right away. Uh, the, America, the United States government is founded on however you feel about the government. In so many years, we have to have free and fair elections so that we can show other nations who look to us for leadership that we can establish f- uh, a safe transfer of power, a peaceful transition of power to another government that we might not like as much. And that, it just goes back that way every four years, sometimes eight. Yeah, see, that's exactly what we're trying to stop. Yeah, we don't I mean, want that. If somebody else is going to be a host on this podcast, it's going to have to be a, a bloody coup. There's a pact mm-hmm. if any of okay. them start listening to Mark Marin because we have them watching each other all the time. We have kids mm-hmm. reporting their parents. I went in, I grabbed my dad's iPhone, Mark Marin was on there, and we said, all right, you know what to do. All right, and take they him out back. Yeah. Okay, uh, go on. Well, we can't oh, for well. legal reasons. Yeah, right. legally, uh, we've disbanded the Power Club. These are people completely rogue. We do not approve of anything they do, Wing. Well, S- speaking of which, uh, of course, membership is not open, Wink, uh, and you can't join even if you wanted to, Wink. So, 
So if you would like to be a member of the Power Club, you can't. But link. if you send us, uh, what, is it a liter? What does hmm? that translate to in, in American? How much blood do we need from him? Oh, from a liter? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what it is. Like a five-sixth gallon. Okay, so you need a liter of blood from the liter. And yeah, from you, yeah. And so I can join the power club. This is exactly what I'm talking about. You just said you wanted to run for our office. Yeah. And yeah. it sounds like you have conflicting ideologies on how that's supposed to work. You want to hold on to power. Mm-hmm. You said a bloody coup is the only thing that could take you guys out of office. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it at all. And, and I'll tell you what, the other bloody coups have not done that. Look, mm-mm. I... <laughs> This is so confusing. Uh, here, I'm here. I'm here championing, championing a peaceful transition to power. I should have seen it coming. You guys are the power club, mm-hmm. and you're the head of the power club. Well, no, no it's disbanded. No, no, no. It's disbanded. Yeah, oh, we have oh, no we connection. Wouldn't, we wouldn't, oh, I understand. Wink. Yeah. Oh, oh. But the wink. Mm-hmm. For, forgive me, but the wink suggests uh, that you meant the opposite of what you just said. I I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, very well. Uh, we we try to. Uh, sort of cannibalize or absorb other podcasts. Excuse uh, me? There, yeah, there used to be a podcast called... Uh, we Borg them. Yeah, Royal uh, Canadian Movie Podcast. Mm. I was on there, and then we uh, ate it up. We brought it down, and we ate it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's the free market, and the nature of the free market says that uh, competition is healthy, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, survival of the fittest in that... It's like evolution, survival of the, of the fittest in that regard. Um, it doesn't sound like what you need is government, or least of all for you two to get into government. The private sector is what you guys need to remain in touch with. The problem is with the private sector is that we can't force people to listen to us. Like, that's why we have you. Like, we're hoping that we can get into a position that listening to Power Hour Bonus Hour is mandatory and we can finally oh. get enough people subscribing to the, Patreon. The uh, Secret girls, Service goes into people's houses. Girls, and, turn this off right now, please. Sasha Malia, get to bed. I don't know, care what time of day you're listening to this, but get to bed. I don't want you to listen to this anymore because Dad's going to get, he's going to knock some heads together right now. Uh, you can't force people to listen to... I, I get it. Having people on your podcast, having guests is great. Yeah. It's a great way to get people to listen. Yeah, we're on great the people. same page. Having me, you're, it's a great, great We would idea. not have guests if we didn't have to. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, oh, I understand. We wouldn't do it if we didn't have to. Oh, okay. In general. Well, what makes you... What drives you? What? What's your passion here? What's your end goal with this uh, podcast? I'm going to be honest with you. It's all we got. Oh. It's yeah. all we got. Frankly, I'm very surprised. Uh, my publicist allowed me to come here. Yeah, so were we. Yeah, we, that's why we were so stoked. We had a university. Mm-hmm. It failed. Mm-hmm. It only had one professor, and I don't think he was a professor. I think he's in prison now. We had a hospital. That was just the garage. I'm sorry, you ran a hospital? Yeah. yeah. Yep. For a day or two. The laws here must be quite lax here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. For no. you to have run a hospital? Unfortunately, that's what took it down. Oh, oh. The bloody laws and that it's my understanding damn that liberal government. Oh, okay. God damn liberals. Yeah, don't get them started. Oh. So uh, we had to take a break there. Uh, we got a bit heated. Uh, we realized that we talked a bit too much about upcoming projects, and we're worried that, you know, you're getting into comedy, and maybe you're going to steal some of our ideas, and you're going to have a legal team that's way above ours. Well, uh, if I can be perfectly clear, uh, your business ideas are not at all viable Especially as it relates to my comedy career. Now, see, this is exactly what somebody who is in competition with us, and make no mistake about it, comedy is a competition. There is a clear winner and a loser, 
and we're not going to lose. Mm-mm. Okay, well, uh, I agree with so little of that, but I will say that uh, your business acumen to try to shut me down, trying to steal some of these ideas, uh, I might agree with. So, okay, uh, fair enough, fair enough. Well, let's steal some of your ideas. Yeah, what businesses are you opening well, now? What do you got going on? I'd love for you to steal some of my ideas because they are all, they're about enriching our world and making the world a better place. I want to impose carbon taxes on the countries that produce the most CO2 emissions. And I want to be able to stop. Uh, I want to be able to stop. Look, being the, being a cop is a tough job. We can all agree. Being a cop being a cop's a tough job. But we need good cops. And it's. I would love to start a new academy uh, for cops in every country to make, or, or at least problematic countries, starting at home in the United States. Get them the training that they need uh, to not shoot people dead in the streets without without trial. How so many your of idea these, is police academy? How many of these police academies do you think? would be great before it sort of gets a little too much and well, maybe they go overboard. And it's not even that I want to start a new police academy. We go we'd go back let me be perfectly clear. You would like uh, reboot a we'd police be, academy. We would re- reboot all the police academies and make them a little bit more rigorous. Uh, take take for example what it, the the training it takes to become a lawyer. You got to go to you got to go get your BA or whatever it is, a bachelor's degree or something. And then you got to believe in something. And then go to get enough good good enough grades to go to law school and then uh, focus on uh, a specific area of that law. In my opinion, cops are the actionable part of that law. Why shouldn't they therefore be trained as rigorously as lawyers? In like, let's say, sound effects. Excuse Maybe me. They could do like funny the, goofs. The cops would do sound oh, we're talking effects. About the, uh, the police academy movies. <laughs> those are good. Me and my wife Michelle love those movies. I don't know. Never seen <laughs> that them. guy is so funny. Oh, I, well. I don't. I don't watch movies. Uh, anyway, why? I, I've got so many projects, and I'd love for you to steal my ideas because I don't want credit for them. I just want to have a life that uh, you know has left enough good things on this world. So that my kids, your kids, our kids, and the, their kids. Are we forever. having children together? In a sense, in a sense, we're having children all with everybody, with everybody in the whole world. We're leaving. We're not leaving this earth, in my opinion, uh, better than we came to it ourselves. We're leaving them with crippling debt, mm-hmm. a planet which. Uh, more and more and more is the air is unbreathable. Uh, more uh, fatalities just from air quality alone. Mm-hmm. Tsunamis and things like this. And we're causing them. We're causing them. We're melting the ice caps and things like this. Like, uh, how cool is that? Excuse me? Like, that's cool. Well, cool in the pejorative sense, I understand. Cool in that, yeah, it, we're completely, uh, uh, you know, ap- ap- apathetic to the effect that man has on this or- on this earth. I think it's pretty rad. Well, rad as in the radiation we're spewing out of our uh, out of our uh, nuclear power plants is too much. Well, do you think that'll leave us with more cool mutants, uh, superheroes to fill these police academies with, if you will? Well, uh, if mutations happen the way they did in the movies, that'd be fantastic if we had the kind of semi-super people uh, policing our streets. That said, absolute power corrupts absolutely. I absolutely believe that. Uh, cool mutants, though, they will not be. Uh, mutations uh, in real world uh, happen to manifest themselves in ways uh, which, uh, I don't know, remove a limb from somebody when they're born. Or, uh, and give them a, like a bug wing instead. You know, but a bug, a, a bug is, not, uh, is not a nice way to live. Half bug? There's too many bug ones. Most of them are bug ones. Yeah, Spider-Man, 
Spider-Man. Batman. Ant-Man. Batman is not a... It's not resultant from a mutation. But I'll tell you what bugs me. That we're not looking after the generation that's coming after us. What superpower would you have? Hmm. What superpower would Barack Obama have? Power hour. Pick your power. Now, that's a pretty good hook for this uh, for this particular podcast. I've always enjoyed the power of flight, being able to fly just with my own body, you know, without the use of a plane or uh, any kind of instrument, uh, just being able to levitate and zoom around like a Superman, say. Mm. So you'd be, your, your bug would be like Air Force One. That would be the one you got. Air Force with. One, let me tell you, what a majestic airplane. Uh, we got two of them down in the United States, so I probably shouldn't have said that. That's unfair. Got a couple of them coming on, on order. Uh, when I was president, uh, what a fun time to fly on that thing. Uh, folks would come up to me and they'd say, um, Barack, uh, get me right on that Air Force One. And I'd be like, sure. But then Secret Service, it's a big, it's a big deal. People love Air Force One. Shane, what would your power be? Run real fast. <laughs> now, why? what about running? What makes that so fun for you? I think it's cool. Uh, you move really fast. You can do more stuff. I feel like you can cheat it into being other things. Like, uh, you run fast enough, and then you're flying. Right? Like uh, yeah. like the Flash. Yeah. I'm sure the Flash could run, you know, between buildings, because he's so quick. Or across the water, like that kid in the, the Incredibles. Yeah, exactly. You could parlay that into other things. That's pretty good power. What about you, Ice? Um, Probably Magnet. Oh, like a Magneto. No. Just a Magnet. Yeah. Well, you could be a chick Magnet. He's already got that power. I'm going with Magnet. Well, thanks for coming on our podcast, I I Connor. Um, thanks, no pro- Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, this is the uh, Power Hour bonus hour with me and Barack Obama, and we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wait. Uh, Tiff, pause it. That you just hoisted the shit. What? We had a knowing glance. This is it, eh? We're in league with each other now, and uh, he's going to help me uh, leave a better world for our children. I will be damned. If I'm going to let you take this podcast from me. He has magnet powers. Watch out. As far as I know, uh, just chick magnet powers. And I'm, uh, as far as I can remember, uh, a dude. Oh, this guy's cheesing me off. He's getting me angry. I'll tell you. Anybody else? I'm the only one with red dots on me. Yep. Uh, I have my own secret service now. I parlayed some of that from Obama. Shoot. So I think, Connor, it's time for you to go home. Okay. Bye, guys. Uh, Take care. Great having you. It's the rules of the cast. You, you really... The one thing I do know about podcasts is you do have to follow the rules, and if it is go home, I will go home. So we staged a bloody coup. Obama is now the leader of this podcast, along with me, co-leader. He gave you the, a liter of blood? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I pledged it to him, but uh, I'm just a born leader, and a born leader of blood. Look, and I won't let that land. I'll just talk my way through it. Uh, if I could just say, uh, before we end things tonight... Uh, Sasha Malia, turn, crank this up and broadcast it to the neighborhood. Um, if I've done anything in the last nine years to inspire anybody to uh, a political office or uh, a situation where they can make a difference in not only their communities but in the world, then I'm happy to have done my time here. Sorry, did you have a? Did you want to take a call? Or? Sorry, just, just Mark. It's Connor. Oh, it's Mark Marin. Yeah, buddy. Well, we got a situation here. I was just wondering if you wanted to do a little swap or something. Do you need a co-host or anything like hey, that? Hey, Mark. Yeah, it's Mark. Thomas Barry. Connor, we've run out of go home. He theme. keeps talking about Balma. I don't. I, that's not my problem, man. I'm not on this cast Mark. anymore.
How's Boomer? Tell me, how's Boomer? You find Boomer? Boomer lives. He said Boomer dead. Boomer lives. No, Boomer lives. Sasha Malia, Boomer lives. My wife, Michelle, Boomer lives. Uh, thank you, everyone, for Power Hour Bonus Hour, uh, for all the great memories. Bye, Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now with it's with great sadness and mixed emotions, but mostly sadness that I have to go to What the Hell with Mark Marin. Connor's graduated. We've graduated. We've all graduated. Uh, the peaceful transmission of power. We need to let your subjects show themselves to this process. Well, you d- there was blood involved. Well, not no figuratively. And you're not getting mine. Figurative blood. Come on. Okay. All right. Go home. Okay. Bye, guys. Get out of here. Dad is the smartest guy you know. So give him a gift that's just as smart. Like a battery-powered smart doorbell from Google Nest that lets him see what's happening at his door and answer it from anywhere. The Google Nest doorbell is now on special buy for only $129.99 and works on any home. Find the best and smartest gifts for Dad. Feels like Father's Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid through June 19, 2022 at participating U.S. stores and online. Limit five per customer. Sure, we have 30 seconds to tell you that drivers who switch to Progressive could save big. But then what? Well, there is a nice piece of stock music playing behind me that a talented composer worked really hard on. So let's enjoy it. almost overshadows the saving big when you switch to progressive part progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates